Hello and welcome back to my Dear Lovely Universe podcast. I'm here with Donay and we're going to discuss personal development. So Donay grew up in the rough parts of LA and he moved around a lot. He realized that in LA it was just a mindset change and that the people that he was living around and exposed to just didn't have the right kind of mindset. So he had to grow up a lot on his own. He's a certified personal trainer and he started his personal fitness journey about seven years ago. So let's welcome Zane. Hello everyone, how's it going? So let's jump right into it. So Zane, what do you wish you would have known when you first started out on your path of physical and mental growth? Would have known that results don't come overnight, that you actually have to put in work, because a lot of times uh, we look at other people's results and we see those results and we compare maybe they day 300 to our day one. And um, I automatically I assume that we were supposed to get those results. So um, I was kind of impatient. I was kind of impatient. Mm-hmm. So if I'd have known that it was just like took a work ethic and just to stay focused on the work, I would have got started a lot sooner. Yeah. A lot sooner. Along those lines of being patient, do you feel like that's a big aspect of why people fail? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, that, amongst a number of other, other things, fear, um, fear of failing. Some people don't want to fail because uh, maybe it's their ego or maybe, you know, some people just don't know how to get back up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm but for the most part, a lot of times, yes, I do think patience is, is key because people are very, we live in a microwave society. We live in a microwave society where everything is now. Pull up, I want my food now. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> microwave. Mm-hmm. Everything is just so fast paced. So a lot of times we think everything is supposed to be instant. We think success is supposed to be instant. We think things are just supposed to be instant and that's not the case. You know what I mean? That's never the Mm -hmm. case. There's actually a work that has to be done. Mm -hmm. And people, I think sometimes people just kind of, you know, some people are scared to do the work because the work is inside. The work is is that growth. And when you're dealing with personal growth, you have to actually look in the mirror and be mirror and be transparent with yourself. Exactly. And that's a hard thing. That's a very hard thing because now you, 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 you going deep and you digging and you, you you staring at those ugly monsters inside of you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Those uh <clears throat> those insecurities, those lies we've been fed, and all these just all this different crap that's in our head. And people don't want to deal with that. They don't want to grow because that's the hard work. The hard work is change. So I think when people see that, um, it's like, no, I don't. I I just rather just stay comfortable. I rather stay in my comfort zone. I don't. That that's that's too scary or that hurts. That's too painful. You know. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I completely agree that nothing great ever happens overnight. Absolutely. Ever. Great things take time. As you mentioned before, and going to the gym, building your muscles, it takes time. I also feel like if someone is going to start a project, if you really want to dedicate yourself to something, like it can't be a side thing or a back burner. Like, it has to be Mm. adequate time, adequate energy, adequate, like, effort 
that and really putting your all in, then then you can say you tried it. Then you can say that you did it. You know what I mean? Yes, yes, yes. No, absolutely. I I totally agree with that. That is the honest to God truth. It's funny that you even brought that up because um, I was just at a talk this weekend with some very successful people, and that's the thing that they was actually saying. It's like nothing's done on the side. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There is no on the side. Like let's say if you are working on a project um, and maybe you have a job also, and maybe that project is what you're working on. Like, for instance, you with your podcast Mm -hmm. or like me with my personal training, you know, my personal business. If I'm going to go to work for eight hours a day and give them my time, then when I get off of work from eight to midnight, I need to be working. It's twice, maybe 10 times as hard on my project because that's the one thing. That's the thing that I put first. You Mm -hmm. see what I'm saying? So that's what you pour your most energy into. And I think a lot of times we get caught up in this, um, this, this multitask. Yeah. And we're not really meant to multitask. We're supposed to focus on, you know, whatever it is that we set out to do and everything else is just supposed to be aligned with that. You know, so I was taught the uh, jack of all trades is the master of nothing. You can be good at a whole lot of things, but you won't be great at one thing. Yeah. So I think the, the, the point is that people just need to focus on that one thing, whatever it is, whatever that project is. And people don't do that because there's so many distractions. We have so many distractions, like just just scrolling on social media oh, for man. 10 minutes mm-hmm. can turn to 15. Can turn, it can just take you down a whole rabbit hole. Yeah. And that can take up hours of your day. Yeah. Hours of your day. Exactly. You know, and then we might be like, okay, well, let me get off social media. But then you watching Netflix, binge watching for about, you know what I mean, uh-huh. episode after episode. So we just have so many distractions and it's caught up in the news, the media, and all this different stuff. Mm-hmm. So it takes us off our focus on what we're supposed to be doing. Because we think we need to know everything or we need to be involved with everything. We Most of the information that's going in our head is junk. Why do we need it there? We don't yeah. need to be holding up that mental real estate. So we need to be focusing on whatever that project is, whatever that one thing is. That is, that is pretty much what you're focused on. Everything outside of that has to be aligned with that. And if it's not, then you have to eliminate it. And exactly. That's exactly. just that. I love how you worded that, that everything else needs to be eliminated because that's just the truth. That's the answer. Yeah. yeah. And to go off what you were saying about the social media and the rabbit hole, I actually learned a term this year called income reducing activity. Mm. I-R-A. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, watching TV is an income reducing activity. I can see that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and ever since I learned that, I have, I, can. I just don't watch TV anymore. You that's, know. Yeah. Yeah. That's and I, that's the truth. Because <laughs> if you're watching TV, you're not. <laughs> not exactly. It's nothing's just, happening. Time is money. Time, yes. time yes. is money. Like, yes. and even but even more importantly than money, time is your life. Yes. Like it I is. see this quite often in my blogs mm-hmm. but we have three billion heartbeats in yeah. a lifetime yes yes and if we're, what are we gonna waste our heartbeats on oh my god we shouldn't be wasting it it's oh. precious oh my and god. our time is ticking time will always pass but are we doing something with our lives yes so that's something to ask ourselves no that, that's amazing and people don't see it's funny it's funny that you brought that up it's just like i was just uh someone was uh brought this to me 
not too long ago about time is money, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's crazy because you have two two perspectives. When people say time is money, they get it misconstrued. They all time is money, time is money. So they think that they have to go and chase money and yeah. waste their time. You see what I'm saying? So like you trading your time for money, that's not significant. Time mm-hmm. is money because time is currency to the wealthy or to the successful. And what they mean by that is that they don't it's not the money that that brings wealth it's the time mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's the time that bring brings wealth because we need time to pour into ourselves we need time to pour into our spirit exactly. we need time to pour into our loved ones we need time to pour into other people you know we need we need times to create so exactly. if we're trading all that time that we are supposed to be doing those significant things to make an impact to go and chase money <laughs> honestly <laughs> My dad was actually telling me um, he saw this article about like the richest men in the world and they have like enough money for lifetimes. Yeah. And they're still out there making more money. Mm-hmm. And like, I just think that's like literally the most ridiculous thing ever. Like, if you had that much money, you could be helping so many people. So many people. You could be personal developing yourself yes like you don't need to go to work there's no need for more money Absolutely. like there's more need to look inside of yourself yes look inside of others help absolutely. others absolutely so what is a myth about personal mental and physical growth and can you debunk it um well it's a couple myths in my opinion the first one kind of goes back to piggybacking off of the um off of the first question uh, a big myth is that uh, there is no such thing as like quick results like these 30 day programs get abs mm-hmm. in 30 days or you know what I mean like get ripped in 90 days like it, no that's that's that now the only way that may happen is if you on some type of supplement or something but I'm talking about going in the gym and like really putting in work, I don't, I don't care who you are. Like it's gonna take a while to get results. It's mm-hmm. gonna take a while to get results unless you're already fit and you just took a couple months off and you know then yeah you might get results a lot faster. But there's no such thing as overnight results. And uh, another myth. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna catch some flack from this one, but this is the truth. This is the biggest myth. Okay. This is the biggest myth. I'm excited. That the biggest myth in fitness that I've seen, and I, I can honestly also say in life, I'm going to be that bold and say in life, okay. is that men are stronger than women. Okay. That is a myth I can debunk. Let's and debunk it. <laughs> I, so I'll tell you why. For one, I mean, if you're talking about like how much a man can lift, like of course it's going to be more than a woman because we have more muscle. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Of course. But if you go pound for pound, if you go pound for pound, women are just as strong because they're lifting what they're supposed to be lifting. And not only that, when you look at fitness, what women have brought to the fitness game and how they revolutionized it over these past few years, especially with tools like Instagram and all that, like, oh, my God, like men are simple. We're simple. You know, you give men some weights and, you know what I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. this little bitty box and they can just sit there and, and, and do those same boring workouts for months on months on months on months. That's what's been going on in the fitness industry for years. But then here come women putting their touch on mm-hmm. it. Now you have pretty much, oh, my God, so many different styles of working out. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like people was doing squats, jump squats. 
like now you got so many different variations of jump squats. It's yeah. just the creativity that women bring to the exactly. game. That's 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 a different type of strength. Strength ain't always about how much you can lift. Strength is mental. Majority of my classes and the groups that I train are majority women. There are very few men that stick it out. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They don't have the endurance, the stamina. You know, you got some guys who are really into fitness who practice just all around everything. But I'm saying overall, like from what I see, like women are much much tougher. They have much more endurance. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just much more, sta- just much more everything. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And it's like that in life also. You see what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. like that in life also. So, I mean, that's the, probably the biggest myth that I ever seen, that yeah. I ever heard. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah. Thank you for that. I just want to say, so Donna and I actually met in personal training class. Um, we took the Southern California Regional Scrot class together. Yes, yeah. And at the end of the class, I could bench press twice my weight. Yes. So, and Donna can be here to vouch for yeah, it. Yeah, I can definitely vouch for that. <laughs> I was going to actually bring that up as an as a, as a example and I know I know guys that can't bench press twice their weight. Yeah. So they might be able to bench press more than what you was bench pressing because of you know, but that don't that don't make them stronger. Like for instance, I knew a guy at a time he was lifting like three hundred and sixty, even more than that. I think like close to four hundred five, four hundred and five pounds. That's a lot. But at the same time, mm-hmm. this guy weighed every bit of like three hundred pounds. Yeah. So I know another guy that was benching like. Maybe three three sixty five, but he weighed one eighty five. Mm. The dude who's one eighty five, who's benching three sixty five, is much stronger than the dude who's three hundred pounds benching four hundred five. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Just like you lifting twice your weight is much stronger than a, a two hundred pound guy that's benching two twenty five. You mm. see what I'm saying? Exactly. Or even a two hundred pound guy that's benching three fifty, you're still stronger pound for pound. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah, thanks for bringing that up. So, have you ever had a client that changed your heart or your practice? Pretty much all my clients. All my clients changed my heart. Um, even the ones sometimes, very few clients. I, I I actually, most of my clients I look at look look at as friends. Mm. I look at as friends. And it's a, it's, 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 it's a very strong relationship because to train people and to really get them results... And to get them to uh, believe in themselves and believe that they can do anything. And to trust you to guide them Mm -hmm. to do pretty much anything. Stuff that they never tried before. Because my goal, when I'm I'm training people, I'm going outside of the box. I'm I'm like giving them challenges that they never even would have even tried. Not just whatever. And they're able to execute that. But that comes from trust. So I build a bond and a friendship Mm-hmm. with my clients to where they trust me. They trust me. If they say I can't do it and I say yes you can, all I have to do is say that and they believe because I showed them that they can. Yeah. But I was only able to do that by building a relationship with people, not telling people what to do, but showing people, leading by example. But I mean also to add to that, you had to take the step to believe in yourself first. Absolutely. And sh- Prove to yourself that you could do it, and now you're in a place where you can show other people that they can do it. Yeah, and that's where it starts. Mm-hmm. Exactly, that's where it starts. It starts with self, and I had to, uh, I had to learn that because I, I look back and I realize that I really didn't love myself. It was a time where I thought I loved, called myself loving myself, but I really was just full of myself. 
You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's not to be confused with self-love. You know what I mean? And a lot of times we hide, we hide behind materialism. We hide behind certain things. We hide behind names, titles, statuses, degrees. You know what I mean? Followers. We hide yeah. behind all type of stuff. And I had to realize that that's not that I'm not loving myself. I had to dig deep inside and find out who I who I really was and get to know myself. A lot of times we worry about dating this guy or dating this girl or you know what I'm saying dating this person or impressing this person but we never even dated ourselves mm-hmm. you see what I'm saying we got to date ourselves we got to get to know ourselves and really dig deep inside and once I realized exactly. how to love myself that's when I was able to love others because mm-hmm. you can't love anybody if you don't love yourself you see what I'm saying so if somebody tell me they love me more than they love themselves, I'm going to say, well, what you need to do <laughs> is go back and do some self-reflecting. You know what I mean? Because you're supposed to love yourself. You know what I mean? And then you exactly. love your neighbors as you love yourself. You know what I mean? So, Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. I actually, I was reading this book, and they gave an example about loving yourself like a mother would love her toddler like mm, unconditional love wow. and then also loving every single other person the same way that a mother would love her toddler wow and when i read that oh my god it was like mind changing for me Jeez. it really helped me a lot actually yes you know cuz what i re- what i've realized is that to kind of go off what you're saying okay i believe that there is a god yes Maybe not everyone does. You can just relate to this as your heart. Not everything that is important to man is important to God Mm. or to your heart. Mm. So, like, materialistic things, degrees, um, statuses. Who gives a crap about that in the real grand scheme of things? Yes. (laughs) Really, though. I mean, really, no one at eulogies, they're not ever like, oh, she was the MVP of blah, 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 blah. Like, no, they're talking about what you did, the people you helped, the impact you had. No one cares about your title. That is so unimportant. You're, okay, let's get this straight. Your past does not define you. Your life story that you keep telling yourself does not define you. Your job does not define you. Mm. No outer anything defines who you are except for what's inside of you. Let's get that clear. <laughs> that is, oh my God, that, oh yeah, that is the absolute truth right there. And, 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 I, and I truly believe that. And I believe that because of experience mm-hmm. and things that I went through and what God has brought me to, through. I thought I... I I thought I had everything figured out. I thought I had these this fancy little what I cared about, like you said, to piggyback off what you were saying, what I cared about was not what God cared about. And when all that stuff was removed, I was like, Yeah, that's cute, but get that out of here, you know. And when I realized that and I started living, you know, chasing purpose versus chasing material and all that and just living towards significance, I started realizing like none of that stuff matters. None of it matters because you yeah. can have all those titles, you can have all the success in the world, and you can be unhappy. Exactly. You can be miserable. Mm-hmm. You can just be in shambles. So what? What? What is that? You know, what is it, man, to gain the world and lose his soul in the progress? You know, what I mean, in the process. So, yeah. and it's also really funny to bring up about uh, like people with uh, wealth being unhappy because 
it's funny how people of all different uh, levels of financial stability have different problems, mm-hmm. you know? But at the end of the day, happiness comes from within anyway. So it all just comes down to, it doesn't really matter how much money you have. Like, sure, and I'm actually doing a podcast on this. Yeah. Uh, the next podcast I'm filming next week is going to be about how money doesn't buy you happiness. Yeah, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it all comes down to um, what, what what's inside. You know, so what are resources that helped you on, along your journey? Um, books, uh, lots of books I read. Uh, you know, one of them that really helped me was uh, the Four Agreements. Um, that book really helped me like not take things personal. Helped me realize that no matter what people say, I don't have to agree with it. I don't have to agree to the lies I've been told as I when I was a child because people don't know what they don't know, and that's helping me a lot. Realizing that people don't know what they don't know. Sometimes it might it can be, you know, people can be telling you something out of love, but it can be some completely negative because they're living yeah. fear based, and just all these different things. People try to project their fears on you, their mm-hmm. mindset. Everything is a mindset. So once I start realizing that, I'm like, I can't really. I can't I can hold people accountable and responsible for what they say especially if you're grown but I can't hold it against them because I started seeing from I see why they think that way because of how they think and you know how they was raised and whatnot Mm -hmm. so you know that book helped me realize that and being impeccable with my word Mm -hmm. and um something else that really helped me is um seeking mentors seeking you know having having mentors and having a support system and people who actually already had the fruit on a tree in certain areas, not just not just well far as money, because we go back to saying that, you know, like we say money isn't everything, but more so wealth within like spirit, knowledge, and what people don't realize when you when you when you obtain wealth in those areas, the material gain automatically attracts to you and come because it's a tool that true wealthy people use to impact and help others. So mm-hmm. it's just like, it's just like, I look at it, let's, let's say this is a spiritual war. Let's say this is a spiritual war and we on the side of righteousness. We on the side of righteousness and we're here to impact and impact others. Again, going back to, I have a belief, um, God is going to supply us with the ammunition that we need to fight the war. You know what I'm saying? It can that tool can be money. That tool can be a podcast. That tool can be books you writing. Whatever the case may be, whatever it is, it's gonna come in abundance and it's gonna come plentiful. And the universe is gonna bring that to you because you are living in that purpose. So a lot of times yeah. we don't have to chase wealth or anything. So having people in my in, in my life who I saw that wealth and abundance in all areas of their life. That was probably one of my most important tools because I was able to see a physical example, mm-hmm. a physical example. Like, wow, there are people out here making an impact. So association was probably another humongous tool to help me along this journey. And I had to I didn't I had to get away from my Definitely. old social association, of course, because that was a tool of destruction. My old so association was a tool of destruction. So just association. And another thing is, again, go back, is to having a faith. Like, I'm not, 
I have my views on religion. I pick. I have like the shopping cart mentality. I'm able to look at everything with a with an open mind. But I don't consider myself religious. But I mm-hmm. do believe in God. And the reason why someone consider myself religious is not that I don't follow those principles of my faith. It's just that I know that religion is man made, and I also know that God is not a. I don't believe that God is a God of like division. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Division or separation. Unless it's something that's not in line. You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? If it's something not, that is, that's not in line, then of course that goes without saying. So I don't I don't really buy into all that. But just having a faith and believing in God and praying and meditating and having those type of outlets, even through fitness. Because sometimes through fitness, when I'm outdoors working out, um, like I like to go to the Culver City Stairs, Runyon Canyon. I like to go to spots like that where I can kind of zone out. And I'm actually worshiping when I'm working out outdoors. Mm. I'm running, doing whatever I'm doing, I'm working out. And I'm like, I, I'm in yeah. a whole nother like, spiritual space. And that's mm-hmm. when I feel the most connected. That's Definitely. when I feel the most connected. And um, so those are tools that really help me along the way. Just having, I say association, I say knowledge. You know what I mean? A- mm-hmm. Application of knowledge, actually. So reading books and stuff and just really being open-minded about, you know, information because a lot of times we close-minded because it's not the norm it's not what we was taught in school it's not what you know i mean our parents taught us it's not what the system taught us so we look at stuff outside of that as weird and no like i was i was open to any type of knowledge even if i might not agree with it i have a shopping cart mentality i take what i need put it in a basket and leave the rest on the shelf until later on i might eventually Mm -hmm. need that you see what i'm saying So I just kind of want to go off on one of the things that you said uh, to try to clarify maybe for someone if they got a little confused. Um, Yeah, I was saying a lot. (laughs) (laughs) So correct me if you think I'm wrong, but what I got the gist of was that if you follow your life purpose and do what you love, God will always provide for you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. So I was actually reading this in a book by... um, don't it's a really long name i'll include it in the description the book says quite literally that if you have your life purpose and it truly is your life purpose the god the universe will provide for you absolutely literally everything you need and all you have to ask is to is for the universe or god to guide you to make the right actions and that's very, very significant. No. That's 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 absolute. Mm-hmm. I believe that I I can actually attest to that, or you know what I mean, like because along my journey, even when I thought I like, I might have wanted more. Like you know, sometimes we want certain things, we want it fast, or whatever the case may be. And but I, I never, I think back, I never go without. Like, whatever I need is always provided some type of way, mm-hmm. some type of way. And just trusting, I mean, I can be, I can be like, dead broke. <laughs> and at first, I used to worry, like, dang, I, how am I going to pay this next bill? Or how am I going to yeah. do this? Or how am I going to do that? But when I just start living on my purpose and just start letting go, I don't even worry because it just come. It mm-hmm. comes. Some, you know, you just, if you moving exactly. forward, if you're moving forward, you're going to have impact. You can't have impact without contact. So you're moving forward, force, and if you're just moving forward, things are going to come to you. Things are going to come to you. I love that. I love that. 
So what is your last message for listeners? My last message for listeners is uh, this is something that has been placed on my heart is uh, whoever's out there on a journey. Um, first, be patient, be patient with yourself and be kind to yourself. Like, um, don't beat yourself up because a lot of times we kind of beat ourselves up and we go into like a depression or like, you know, a low vibration because we start buying into lies. Like first it starts with us beating ourselves up. Oh, I'm stupid. Oh, that was stupid. Why did I do that stupid thing? Uh, I'm clumsy. And we start making these agreements with ourselves. And you got to watch what you say and how you talk to yourself because the tongue is very, very powerful. It's very powerful. So you gotta be you gotta be careful how you talk to yourself because you're talking down to yourself, you pretty much just lowering your own self image. It's like self sabotage. So I just tell people to be patient with themselves along the journey, embrace the journey, and also be kind to yourself. Be kind to yourself and just embrace the journey. You know, every everything you go through, you will eventually grow through. So just know that everything that you're going through is only to make you stronger. And uh, just just be positive. Have a positive outlook. Be outcome focused. Mm-hmm. And if you if you can't if you can't find your purpose, don't worry. Start moving forward. Take one step forward, and your purpose will eventually find you. It's just everything is just a mindset. Sometimes our purpose don't find us because we're not ready. Exactly. We're not ready. So I just tell everybody: just be patient with yourself. Be kind to yourself. Speak positive affirmations. Positive self talk. Tell yourself that you are enough. Every day you wake up in the morning, just tell yourself that you are enough. And you start with you start with little baby steps because change is a slow drip. That's why mm-hmm. I say be patient. Change don't come overnight. It's just a slow drip and you just grow and you grow and grow. And you're always going to have to face a challenge. There's always going to be struggle. There's Life is never going to be perfect. We don't, we're not here to live a perfect life. Everything is a living experience. Mm-hmm. So... Just live and enjoy the experience. That's just it. I love that. Thank you so much. I tr- definitely agree. There was a, I heard a lady say one time, every single experience, I think it was Oprah Winfrey. She said every single experience, every single day, literally every single thing we've ever gone through mm-hmm. has made us a stronger person. Yes. I mean, there is just no denying it. Every single thing has been pleased for us to grow and evolve. And also challenges, we need to be placed out of our comfort zone to grow. Yes. We just need to be. That That's just the way life works. I agree 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. I love... And the drips... I also heard one of my friends say one time about how drips can break a stone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah that's true yeah. nothing that's true. nothing happens overnight wow. but time time is everything so what does the universe mean to you what does the universe mean to me mm. when i uh what the universe means to me is it it's 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 some uh, this always comes to mind when i speak of the universe as above so below mm-hmm and that means like basically everything that's above is always is also below so that everything that's outside is within so the universe when you think of the universe what is it it's creation you know what i mean 
uh, God, creation, uh, nature, the stars, mm-hmm. the sun, the moon, energy, mm-hmm. the universe is energy. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? All these things are above, but they also what we're made out of. You see what I'm saying? Like, like it's also what we're made out of because we, we, we are creation. We come from creation. The universe create, humans create. You know, you, we have earth, we have the plants, we have just nature, just everything, everything, even tropical storms. You see what I'm saying? If you look at women, women are like tropical storms. They can be a soft wind. You know what I mean? They can be a tropical storm. Uh, they give life. And it's just, it's, it's, so when you look at the, when I look at the universe, I look at all things included, yeah. all things, in, in, I look at all things included and you have to look at yourself cause we all have our own universe inside of us as well. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if you pay attention to nature, if you pay attention to how the universe, um, how the universe is des- designed, then you, you can get a, a true essence idea the true essence of who you are because we're designed we're designed the same way you Mm -hmm. see what i'm saying we designed the same way so i think when you really when you really tap into that and you able to um you're able to pretty much become one with the universe and everything around you that's when you pretty pretty much truly at peace yeah when you truly at peace so to me the universe just means it means creation it means life. It means uh, light. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? It just, it, it means, you know, stars. We're stars. Um, so I just, I, I just think that we, again, as above, so below, we live like that. We live in the universe, energy, everything. And mm-hmm. we work so since we're all part of this universe we all should be working together synergetically. Exactly. Nothing's different between any of us. Nothing is different. You know, mm-hmm. nothing. We, 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 we are different in our, maybe our personalities and different stuff, even though you only have so many personalities. But at the end of the day, we are all, we are all the same. Nothing's different. Nothing's different between us. We all the same. We so that's another mm-hmm. thing. Just I mean, that's I guess that's what the universe means to me. I love that. I love your answer so much. When you say that we're all connected, I feel like could you clarify a little more? Like, um, do you mean like we're all connected with like the trees and the plants and the animals? Ultimately, we all connected because it's all energy. Mm-hmm. It's all energy, but I do believe like um, it's. It's even levels to energy to me because as we vibrate higher, we we vibrate we vibrate with stronger energies. Mm-hmm. Like how we attract, like we vibrating at a higher place in our life. You see what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So so we able to tr- attract and connect and share that energy because it's it's we all part of it again. We all part of this universe, this big energy, God, Creator, whatever. We all made in that same image, so we are part of that. But I do think some people disconnect. We, we often can disconnect by living on a low vibration. When we living on a low vibration, we disconnect it from the universe. We disconnect yeah. it from each other. And it's kind of like we living on a low vibe. So that means we're not plugged in. We're not plugged into the actual source that gives us energy. Mm-hmm. And if we're not plugged into that source, we run low. And that's where we, we, act, we eventually 
our energy kind of dies. It kind of gets low. And that's when, when you living yeah. on a low vibration, that's what causes disease, stress, cancer, uh, just, just ne everything negative. A negative mindset destroys not just the mind, it destroys the body as well. Love That's that. where sickness and disease and all that come mm -hmm. from. So we, it's imperative that we stay plugged into the source and move in the same flow that the inner, that the universe is, is moving in. Again, it goes back to me having the faith. Mm -hmm. God created this universe and created us for a reason. You see yeah. what I'm saying? For a reason. We have a purpose here. We're supposed to be working in coordinates with the universe. And I feel like even if someone doesn't have a faith necessarily, doesn't necessarily believe in God, I believe that they should. It would still be imperative for someone to realize that they have a a, a reason, a and reason, a purpose. absolutely. Regardless of their faith, I feel like everybody has a reason and a purpose why they're here, and, and that that's not even a question. To that's me. the absolute truth. You know? That's the absolute truth. Mm -hmm. And I think we all have a purpose and a reason why we're here. It's just up to us stepping up to that. Yeah. It's up to us stepping to, up to that as individuals. And in, in, in society, if you look at just all these distractions, again, it goes back to social media. It goes back to the news. It goes back to all the negative stuff that they pump. It just pump out there in our brains. It detours us from our purpose. Mm -hmm. It detours us from our purpose because we so focused on all that. But if we can just get away from all that, like I said, again, our purpose finds us. Yeah. If we don't find it, but most yeah. of the time it'll come. Well, would you like to share your social media or anything like that? My social media. So my Instagram, you can follow me at Scrap Fitness. That's Scrap, S-C-R-A-P dot fitness. And that's my, um, that's my Instagram. Okay. <clears throat> well, thank you so much, Donna. I think that this talk will help a lot of people. Yes, yes, yes. And I appreciate you having me here, and uh, it was phenomenal. Yeah, well, you're welcome. And thank you to the dearest lovely who's listening to this right now. I love you so much. Leave a comment if you enjoyed our podcast, and have a wonderful rest of your day or night. <laughs> love you. I'll talk to you soon. Oh, and I post podcasts every first and third Fridays of the month and blogs every Monday. So stay tuned. Have a good one.